the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Start Start your your engines. Race fans, you are tuning into the only motorsports show in San Diego. Your host, Dave Stahl, and the racing school teacher, Brittany Sandoval, are taking you to the green flag, covering everything from your top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Strap in. It's Checkers and Wreckers on Racer Radio. Folks, hey, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a business and you're in dire need of a cashier and you can't hang on to one long enough, you know, labor costs are getting kind of high, you might want to check out self-checkout. Walmart does it, Home Depot, Costco, they all do it. It might be the way to go. Give these guys a call at 800-540-2149. They'll come out to your business, take a look, and if their system fits your system, you're golden. They've got uh, more than hundred over 150 years of total service experience within their team. Jeff and Mark have been doing this since the, uh, geez, since the 70s. And the beauty is, if you're open, they're open. They'll give you a seven-day, 24-hour day service, no matter where they are, because they do travel a lot. Uh, I can attest to that. So, interested, 800-540-2149 and Dragonfly, which is a Napa Auto Care ASC certified shop. I just They just came on board. Welcome aboard. Just And I love Napa, and I love their auto care service. You get three-year, 36,000-mile service, and you get, uh, you know, you get it all. Napa Auto Care, AAA, ASC certified. So, go to dragonflyauto.com, make an appointment. Telling you heard it right here on KCBQ and thank him for sponsoring 619-704-2280. Boy, flash in the pan. I know I knew our special guest today, back in the days of KUSI. <laughs> and she showed me a bruise on her thigh <laughs> that was the size of a football. You remember that? I do. Was that your first time you got knocked out, right? Uh, yeah, that was during Knocked Out. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Gotcha. She'll right. have to tell you. All right. So, Brittany, uh, I don't know how long yeah. you've known Desi. Um, 35 minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I do I do uh, enjoy what I've found out so far. She's a woman who loves moto and metal. Yep. And, yeah. well. And dirt. Dirt. Yeah. Wait, what are you? Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Born dirty. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Born she, dirty. Did you tell you how that came about? I might have done a little research. Um, <laughs> so I, I, what I gathered is you started going to the desert when you were three months old. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. She's been stalking. Uh, yeah, uh, she's a stalker. I researched my guests a little bit. <laughs> stalking research. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> and, but I, I love it. I'm so glad we finally got to sit down because as I was telling you off air, at least once a week, my students see me wearing a sweatshirt or a hat that says girls love dirt. Nice. Um, I love to play in the dirt as well. 
Nice. Yeah, we've been talking about racing. She yeah. does dwarf cars, so that's cool. Dwarf i got to go yes. check that out now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. That's just what you need. Uh, before we get uh, too far... For our listeners, we have uh, Desiree Bates in house, and she. We are also joined by. Oh, he's holding. Okay, hi Justin, and we have also Justin Garner, and he is not going to speak too much. But I hear maybe we'll hear some of his titles: a crew member, fan, pit crew chief, pit crew chief, yep. barbecue, barbecue. Q chief. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, we have Desiree Bates. In studio. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we got lots to talk about too. Yeah. Like, I, I remember when she, I mean, she's always been into motorcycles, but and dirt. But I remember that when we were at KUSI, you know, I think you, that's when you got your first dirt bike. Yeah, probably what? sounds about right. Yeah, and it was uh, she was so. Excited. Can we get a date, like a year? What are we talking what about? Was that in the? I was like. How do well my first my well, my Honda 450 is in 05. Yeah, so I was gonna say it had to be in 05, that area, 06, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first race she was gonna do. Oh my god, she was so excited she couldn't even hardly see. What straight. kind? You've done a variety. District 38 was where I started. Okay, yeah. and then I so I got the dirt bike and just immediately wanted to start racing. You know, and um, went out to District 38. And how'd that go for you? <clears throat> I think I that's when I knocked myself. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. just full throttle. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the rest of the race, though. I just remember going over the handlebars, and next thing you know, I was in the Lazar trailer, and um, okay. they were cutting my, my gear off me, and no, I was like, no, not the boots! Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember asking if my bike was okay. Oh, That was, like, the first thing I cared about was, but how's the bike? Uh, my first crash when I was four into a sandbox, same thing. I cried because I had bent my forks. Yeah. Yeah, I was very upset about that. Now, so was it full throttle that may have led to that knockout? And, yeah. And have we changed our ways? No. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Just got better at them. Uh, okay. <laughs> you bounce better yeah. now. So you've been, are you still doing 38 or what have you moved on to? Yeah, intermittently I do District 38. Um, I just finished an apprenticeship with uh, the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Um, and by the way, congratulations. Thank you. Yep. So That's been a long. Five years. So I kind of just been racing on and off for so five years. So you're a journeyman now. Journeyman wireman. Congratulations. Yep. So if I need uh, my one ten plugged in, you can do it. Yes. I hate electricity. I, I, I don't mind anymore. At first, I was like, I don't know about this, but you know, because I, I thought I wanted to be a welder, and I was like, I don't know about this electrical Cause stuff. Because that's what I thought. What happened with the welder? Oh, because your love for metal. Yeah, I wanted to be. A, I wanted to go the welding route, but my idea of going the welding route was I wanted to fabricate sand cars. And that was what I wanted to do. And a friend of mine just kind of like was trying to talk me out of it because there's no, I wanted to be union. I wanted to have a pension. I wanted to have, you know, um, a career basically. And no offense to fabricators by any means, um, because obviously that's the route I would like to go. And they have none of the above. But they don't have that in a mom and pop shop. There's no pension. They can't afford a pension. The wages probably aren't union Mm -hmm. wages, you Mm -hmm. know. And so again, I'm not, you know, offending anybody, but... Um, that's just the why I chose the electrical route. But you still weld. Yes. For fun. You, well, yes. yeah, because you do ornamental now. Yeah, I do metal art. Right. Yep. I do trophies for the San Diego Off-Road Coalition events. And really stuff. nice trophies. Yeah, they turned out good. Yeah, they did. If I may say so myself. I mean, I think so. <laughs> I think so, too. Otherwise, they wouldn't be using you every time. Yeah, right? Yeah. Now they need it to be done. So, did you ever get into a cage? Or no. Or you stake it on motorcycles? Well, I have my sand rail. But I just haven't raced it. Yeah. I, I reached out. I was looking at Chenoweth. I was like, man, I have a Chenoweth. Maybe Wasn't that your dad's? Me. Yeah, my dad built it. Yeah, I remember. 
Mm-hmm. See, you didn't think I remember that, did you? No. Yeah. I stay on top. So, I'm, a, I'm a stalker, too. We're rebuilding it. <laughs> Justin and I are putting a new transmission in it. So right. we're going to, I'd like to race it, but it's just not a raceable car. No, no, yeah. no. It's, it's, yeah, it'll break before it'll win. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Well, it's it proven. Is, yeah, it is heavy. No, it's proven itself to us when we went off a cliff with it. A oh, cliff. Off a cliff. Yeah. No. Yeah, so we did a... <laughs> a cliff. <laughs> Who was behind the wheel? Who Jeez, was... guess. Oh, okay, Desiree was behind the wheel on that. <laughs> yeah. And you, were you the passenger, Justin? Yeah. On that was, particular... Uh, yeah, Father's Day two years ago, we were driving around uh, Ocotillo Wells, and we encountered a washout that was pretty new. It was a night it race, was, or night ride. It was about... Oh, oh. those are the worst. Mm-hmm. It was about 18 foot deep, and we happened Stop. to be taking the widest turn and flew right into it. But uh, How fast? We're going probably 30. That's ugly. She turned the wheel hard, so our momentum carried us left. So we didn't hit front end that hard, but it spun us around completely. Luckily, we instead of indoing, going over, yeah. Yeah. we spun more left. Oh. And so the we were facing the direction in which we entered. So we had done a complete, you know, what? 180, 180. in the air. Yeah, in the air. It, once it, like, nosedived, it spun all the way around. And you just sort of said, what the hell? Yeah, well, yeah, it happened so fast. I did not expect to be that high, I mean, to fly from that high. And then I got out and I looked up and the walls were, like, above the whip on the buggy. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, thank goodness for five-point harness seatbelts. Yes. Thank goodness for this roll cage protecting us right now. Helmets? You know, no helmets. No helmets. No. Yeah. Wow. Did you have any trouble getting out? Yeah. yeah. Well, luckily the buggy's so light that my friends were able to just pick up the front end, you know, move it around, and then uh-huh. like we broke some sand rocks and they towed the buggy out. The only thing, I mean, we had a little bit of whiplash, um, bent yeah. tie rod, and you know, uh, bent rims, and that's wow. it. That buggy survived. So that's why. Yeah, that buggy impressed me <laughs> with how well it saved us. It's pretty safe. Yeah. Just can't go anywhere without crashing. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the fence now whether I'm going to encourage her to get in the dwarf car or not. Yeah, right. I, I don't know because there's their well, solid wall. She only knows on one way, and that's flat out. Yeah. And yeah. whatever. Well, in my defense, I don't have a windshield, you know, and so it was dusty. And then well, all nighttime. Of a sudden, yeah, it was nighttime. nighttime. And then uh, I have incandescent bulbs from 19, you know, whenever <laughs> the buggy was built. 1950. Um, so, yeah, I mean... The visibility wasn't the best. Um, so you could use a little update. Yeah, and he bought me some new Baja Designs headlights since then that are ah. period correct, and they look great. And um, so and they're bright. They're bright, yeah. <laughs> it cracks me up. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio FM 961 AM folks welcome back to racer radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer this segment is brought to you by el cajon ford where nobody absolutely nobody treats you better than el cajon ford go to el motors.com uh the 24s are in he's got tons of mavericks he's got broncos he's got uh he's got a couple of bad to the bone um raptors 
Oh, yeah, and he's got regular cars, too. But <laughs> if you're into that, go. Service department will work on everything in your driveway, which is kind of cool. Uh, Dave has got uh, kind of re-geared the shop to where anybody that you know owns any other vehicle would like to you know bring theirs in. Like when they're picking up their Ford, they can drop off their Chevy or Toyota or Nissan and get quality service. That's El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better. All right, we got Desiree Bates in the house, and she's going to run the. You're going to run the Mint Four Hundred. Yeah, I yep. wanted to bring that was one of my two yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, now that we know she's fearless. Yeah. <laughs> Is this your first time at the Mint? Yep. Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Manning it. Oh, mm-hmm. and, and so for folks that don't know what that means, it means I'm doing it by myself. It's normally a team race. Mm-hmm. You swap off riders. But I'm doing it by myself. And on top of that, there's not a women's Iron Man. Yeah, you just, just Iron it's Man. It's Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah. yeah. How many other women you th- will run it? You know? I have no idea. Okay. I've never done it before. She won't um, know till she beats them all. Yeah, what? Right. Have, yeah. You do- have you done a history of it? I mean, to just see if any other women have ever run it. I'm sure they have. I mean, I know I've not specifically seeked out how many women have yeah, done it because yeah. they can do it in a woman's class as a team. I don't know how many have done it as an Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Right. You got a sponsor? Yeah. International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Stand up, Justin. (laughs) Oh, no kidding. So, yep, I'm very proud to um, be one of the first racers for our local. Um, I'm sponsored by our local 569, IBEW. I'm sponsored by the women's organization within the IBEW called the United Sparkies. Um, I love it, yes. And then um, I've got, you know, from my metal days, um, I've got American Laser Fab on board, um, competitive medals, the Iron Door, and Snap-on Tools. Fantastic. Right? Who would have thought, huh? Yeah. Because I know you're not much of a salesman. Come back from a you're, five-year... You're not much of a salesman. No, I, I I didn't expect to get any anybody on board, really, but I just kind of took a shot in the dark because I knew the mint was going to be expensive. I haven't raced really much in five years. I didn't really expect a lot of people to jump on board, but they all did. Wow. You know, they've been supporting me for a while now, you know, as far as just, you know, well, the metal competitive medals and um american laser fab and the iron door they've been sponsoring me as far as the dirt rider foundation mm-hmm. and fight for Ocotillo wells um so when i reached out and told them this that i'm going to be a tradeswoman racing for you know women in the trades they jumped on board and were like yes wow. we want to do this so that is fantastic. that's pretty cool so the 400 let me guess 400 miles yeah is it i i didn't that's something i wanted to clarify i didn't know if it was 400 miles for the cars and less for the motorcycles so from what i understand it's going to be like a grand prix style where once the pros cross the finish line in like let's say i get one lap less than there so i my race would be shorter all right based once, on the fact that they're faster where does okay. it where do you go where's what's where's the, where's the uh, route prim it's based oh. in Prim, Nevada. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So you're not going out into the into Mexico or the desert. No. Oh no, no, mm-hmm. and get lost. Yeah. Originally, wasn't it from the Mint Hotel in Vegas to some some other ho- uh, I don't know casino or something in Nevada or I don't know. Like uh, I said, this it is was my first from year. a hotel to a hotel in Vegas to uh, Lake Tahoe or something like that. So is it a one day race, two day race, one day, just one day? Mm-hmm. All right. So you get up early and mm-hmm. go to bed and sleep for the rest. Uh, yeah, that's that'll be nice. So, what are you doing to get to to prepare? Um, so racing, mountain bikes, running, CrossFit, all the above. We were talking about how physical it is, and I brought up the fact when we had all the Barona ladies in, and we were talking to the rookie about it is physical. It's yeah. physical just to hold on. Stay and on. Then you stand up a lot because yeah. your legs are your own suspension. So. Yeah. 
It, it's wow. very physical. And the, my back is usually sore afterwards from yeah. holding on and, yeah. you know. Constantly mm-hmm. bouncing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you wear a neck restraint or gear or protection at all? I, I kind of hear both sides of the yeah, story. Yeah, and so I have one. I used to wear the Liat brace, um, but then I've heard that it's not effective anymore, so I really don't really wear it yeah. anymore. So mm-hmm. I just don't. There's been so much yeah, you know, back, back and, and forth. forth about it that I quit wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think just conditioning is, is all it's about. And what are you going to ride? My Beta 300, two-stroke Beta. Oh, two wow. Two-stroke, yay. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, What's-his-face? <laughs> Ed's been talking about it. I guess it's, a new, it's a new bike, isn't it? Uh, it's a 2017. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that should be fun. And, Justin, yeah. you're going to crew out there? Yeah, I'm going to be running the pit crew out there. I don't exactly know what that's going to look <laughs> Whatever like. Whatever is all needed. All about the same. Yeah. yeah. So when the word rookie comes out, it's to the truest form. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. going to be first. I, I'm just reading through the tech inspections. I've, I've had mm-hmm. all show up. There's a parade. Yeah, you're going to take part in that? Yeah. 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 So, uh, just to give my sponsors a shout out if yeah. possible. Exactly. You know? so, exactly. um, so Wednesday we'll arrive and um, do the parade route down Fremont Street. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday is a tech inspection. So I have to... You know, I, it's been expensive in the sense that I have to go now buy a Snell-approved helmet, you know. Um, I got, the through the, thankfully, my sponsors um, afforded me the opportunity to get, um, well, new tires were sent to me by Janine, Sean and Janine White from Snap-on Tools. And then IBEW um, and the United Sparkies, Competitive Metals, American Laser Fab, um, Snap-on, am I missing one? Iron Door. They all have afforded me the opportunity to pay for now getting air mooses in my tires so I don't get flat tires. Um, you know, so it's, there's just a lot of expenses yeah. that are they now going along. Up. Yeah, I mean, I had a helmet, but I had to go buy a new one just because it's now Snell approved. So right. the mint has a lot of requirements that go along. What about with boots? Did you get new boots? No. Yours were good enough. They're good enough. And broken in. Uh, you don't yeah, want a new pair? Right? <laughs> I'm still breaking in my new pair. Lots to be for that. What about your driving suit? I don't have a suit. I mean, well, I bought a new set of gear for my sponsors to put my sponsors oh, on. Oh, okay. But yeah, sure. so I guess I got it for that, but they don't require that. Do you minute. rock a color? It's going to be red, white, and blue. Oh, That's my Because okay. that, all my sponsors are pretty much red, white, and blue. So What do you want to bet I know the number? We'll say it. Wait. Oh. 569. Oh, you changed it. Yeah, I changed my number because I got sponsored. Oh, yeah, we couldn't do the other one. Well, I don't. They, I don't know if they would frown on it or not. But I. Can I, we say what it is? I'm out of the loop, and some listeners might be six six six. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been racing that number for 20 years. Yeah. And I finally got sponsored by my local, so I asked them. I they didn't say that they were against it or not. I just said in my proposal, I'll change my number to All five right. six nine. So and does that but, have a well, significance? For it's our, the mint. It's going to be fifty six because yeah. they don't allow three okay, digits. Okay, two. Oh, okay. But for District Thirty Seven, she is going to be racing five six nine. Yeah, and that's the the union, right? Yeah, it's yeah. local five six nine. Yeah, yeah. right so cool on. Who would have thought? That's cool. Way back when you and I first met, who in the world I know. would you think you'd be sitting on a radio station talking about throwing your body out on the four hundred? I know. I'm very excited, and I'm so thankful that these sponsors have afforded me the opportunity to, you know, do a bucket list race of my dreams. You know, are you picking the brain of anyone who's ridden it already? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. I have, I have um, friends who have raced it, and so I've been asking them all sorts of questions. Oh, I bet. Because it's they're not the information hasn't been readily available 
It's not like there's an owner's manual. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is there a route that you know already, or do all riders find out the route the night before? They do have a course map online already. Uh, yeah, so I don't, but I don't know how technical the course is going to be. Is it going to be fast, or is it going to be you know fast and technical? That I don't know. I just mm-hmm. know the route. You and know. the weather has a lot to do with yeah. it too, right? Yeah. Oh, what's an ideal temperature rain for you? I mean, a little bit of rain the night before would be mm-hmm. nice to keep the, the dust down. down. The dust yeah. down. Some traction um, up. Otherwise, I, I I don't really care if it's hot. I don't mind heat. Mm-hmm. Um, cold, I don't like. But, I mean, if it's 70s, 80s, I'm okay with. 60s even, you know, um, it's fine. Uh, but, yeah, as long as it's sunny and not W, windy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you carry on you? Camel pack. I The mint is requiring me to uh, have like a... A, a, I don't know about a full, but a, a medical pack. Um, in the event. And then I have to have lights on. Just That's just what they require. Mm-hmm. So, But, yeah, just water, typically. And what about navigation? There's no navigation. Not at, not at these races. They have the course marked out. The course is marked with yeah. little yeah. flags, yeah. pink little flags or and something. And you don't yeah. need to carry fuel? No, because the laps should be short enough. That's that what I Justin's can, for. That's yeah. <laughs> That's that's his job. Do you get ra- are you do you have radios that you can so you can't communicate with the no, pits? No, I I mean I guess I could. I have not gone that route um yet. Well, I'm just thinking if you have a, a mechanical and you're stuck out in the Someone will be around. There's probably a usually, sweep crew and, and Yes. Pro- yes, there's a sweep crew and usually there's some other racer that will let somebody know. Yeah. I don't know how competitive the mint is going to be that they wouldn't stop and at least say you know, are you okay? Do you want me to at least tell your pit? Right, right, right. You know, right. so um, I would assume somebody. Any, tra- any tracking devices on your bike that no, you're aware of? No, I think it's just a matter of like when you go through the pit, it tracks you. Mm-hmm. But there's no like actual GPS for the entire course okay. that I know of or that I've read about. Well, because, you know, sometimes I'll put a transponder, yeah. you know, like on your bike just to, so they can keep. Like if you do it off road and say the, the Rebel Rally, you know, you can watch online and Where see. Where they're what- at. Yeah, see where where are you going? Yeah, where are you going? No, not that sophisticated. <laughs> no, it's just a matter of when you go through the checkpoint, right? Yeah, and, and I know you. You definitely want to win, but you really just want to participate and finish. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is like I said, a bucket list race for me. Yeah. Last last year, a couple months ago, I did um, the twenty four hours of Glen Helen. Um, and that was that was in preparation for this race. Oh. And so, um, how'd you do there? She did great. Yeah, I, I she mean, did a lot. I got first place women's, but I was the only women's team. Yeah. So I mean, not saying much, but I was just more. I was more proud of the fact that I rode twenty hours. Yeah, of, of the twenty-four hours of Glen Helen. Holy mackerel! Yeah, she did a lot. That's, that's so. It really prepared me for the mint. I feel like you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would say. What so is the too. estimated time for an average rider? Or what are you thinking as, as far as oh, hours to, out to there? The for the mint? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, some of the guys are saying six to eight hours. Oh, that's nothing for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's a your... Of, a lot of people were saying that 24 was definitely more difficult than the mint would be. So oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's good. the hurdle there. Do you have something you fuel yourself with, like peanut butter and honey sandwiches or... It's tough for me to eat before a race. Um, I kind of don't eat. He forces me to eat. Yes. Good job, Justin. Um, he, and good luck. Yeah. Uh, I, I just kind of get nervous a little bit. And then until that starting gate drops, right. I, you know, I got a little nerves. Um, so, but I, it, if I can pit, then I can maybe get a snack. I don't right. know. It's going to be tough because I don't like to eat before races. Yeah. 
But you're going to need to. I'm going to have to. And all I can do is fuel the night before, make sure I eat some complex carbs and stuff right. and then drink. and then try to eat as early as possible so that i can eat before i get before nervous. the nerves come yeah, yeah. and yeah. drink a lot of water yeah yeah just because you don't know what the weather is going to be camel like. back yeah. yeah all right let's take a quick break when we come back we're going to talk to scott delosio we don't know what the topic is but i got a sneaky Surprise. feeling he'll be full of all kinds of great information from paris auto speedway right here on fm 961 am 1170 the answer Folks, welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment's brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. If you've never been to Paris, it is absolutely amazing. Right up there on Lake Paris Road, 18700 in Paris, California. Half mile dirt slash clay track that'll give you the most excitement you could ever imagine. Uh, the racing was going to start uh, mm-hmm. this weekend. But unfortunately, the rains changed its mind. We got Scott Delosio on the line. You gonna do a makeup or what? Do you, what's on the plan for you know missing last or missing Saturday? No makeup. Uh, just pick up the season. Ah. Now going to start on the twenty fourth of the month with the USAC Series Sprint Cars headlining the show. Um, also, the Senior Sprints, the Gas Chassis Young Gun Sprints, and it'll be the opener for the. Pass car, super stocks, and street stocks. So we'll look forward to that. You know, hopefully uh, we're going to have better weather. Looking at the forecast starting next Saturday, it's like, oh, boy, we could be in for a bevy of rain. Well, the guys got started early. You know, they got started in February. Yeah, yeah. You can't control the rain. I was thinking about you personally when it was still raining on Thursday and then again Friday. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I think you guys knew probably by Wednesday that it wasn't going to happen. I think it was a foregone conclusion, yeah. you know, but Don and the uh, track staff, I mean, they had their hopes up. And then when the rain came again on Thursday night, mm-hmm. that just put it uh, yeah. that put it to rest. If you're familiar with the racetrack, people are listening, the infield concession stand, um, the water had reached that and was actually all the way around to behind the building. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, pumps were going, but when it rained again Thursday, that just put the kibosh on it. Because I'm not sure how deep the water was. I think it was like eight inches. Well, eight, have, you, inches. have you noticed nobody saying how many inches of rain we're getting anymore? Oh, I look it up every day. It's amazing. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I have a wheelbarrow. One of those plastic Rubbermaid ones, you know, and, and it filled it all the way to the top Yeah, with the rain that we got, which is absolutely insane. But, I mean, it's not like we don't need it, but, I mean, I don't think we need It's like drinking out of a fire hose. Well, you know, it's like I think um, going into that last storm down here, we were about 87% of the normal for this time of year. Right. Now it's like we're at 140 mm-hmm. percent the normal this time of year for the yearly, which ends on June 30th. We're already over 100 percent of that after this last week. Right, and your and your area compared to San Diego and and your area, you guys got the brunt of it. L.A. and and all the way through Paris, you guys seem to get the brunt of the of the storms. It rained where I live. I'm about 36 miles east uh, east of L.A., mm-hmm. 36 miles west of the track. And it, 
it started raining about four o'clock on Monday. And yeah. it was good steady rain. And it rained about forty seven straight hours, you know, with about a one hour break in there. It was crazy. I mean my backyard was under three inches of water. My dogs weren't going within three feet of the back door. I, know. I, I have to walk out into the rain with one of my dogs or he won't go out. Uh, all three of mine aren't going. Yeah. And they don't go willingly even when you go out. Yeah, right. They're going, wait, what are you, crazy? We're not going out there. No, 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 no. Yeah. But uh, so no damage to the track other than, you know, once the rain runs off, it's fine, but no damage? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just, it technically, and I wasn't there, I don't know how bad the half mile would have been, but Mm -hmm. night of destruction, three of the classes run in the infield. Uh, the two-figure-eight class and the mini-stock road oh, course. Yeah. You know, they run down there. So when they do that, um, and even, you know, if they got all the water pumped off, then you're dealing with how far down did the water go on the ground because it's going to be really, really soft and mushy. Mm-hmm. So that's the double whammy there. And those guys also pit out in the back pit area, which when that gets saturated, turns oh, into yeah. a big mess, too. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if it was something that was on the half mile, there may have been a better chance of getting it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they probably couldn't have pitted down there still, but there's another place we've used on the fairgrounds before, mm-hmm. uh, like the World of Outlaws USAC National Cars, where they pitted out on pavement, had a p- longer push to get the cars onto the racetrack, mm-hmm. but the track was fine. But the rest of the facility, there was no damage, nothing to the stands, the restrooms. I don't think so. I, You know, if there is, Don hasn't made me aware of it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure um, he would because he knows you're calling in. So, You know, he's not happy at all having to cancel a race, no. especially this early in the season. Right. So, uh, you know, it's now it's behind us. Uh, move on. Can do. No use crying about it. Let's move on. Yeah, Let's just ready for uh, 410 sprint cars. So for the night of destruction enthusiast, when's the next scheduled hmm. date? It's just uh, three weeks, March 9th. Oh, well, that's not that far out. Yeah, three weeks from Saturday. So they're going to be, they're going to run this, I think this is the most night of destruction she's ever run. It was slated to be nine this year. Obviously, oh. it's down to eight now. So uh, it's going to be once a month. They usually run, normally they run the first race of the month, and then the sprint cars are going to be there every month as well. Mm, gotcha. All right. Well, then that then that works out fine. I just keep hearing uh, many nights of wonderful traction. I don't know, Desiree. When you hear about rain in the forecast, do you do you have dreams of track perfect traction? Oh yeah, I think it's perfect when it gets a little bit of rain. We don't like things being rained out. No, but glass half full is nights of lots of traction. Right. Right. Well, like I said, you know, traction equals speed. Um, yeah, which isn't the isn't the greatest thing for sprint cars that the track is real tacky because everybody's too fast. There's not a lot of passing with sprint cars. <laughs> so, good for the person out know, front. <laughs> with the sprint, yeah, you want to draw the pole or qualify the pole, you're great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Traction's you know, the best fun. sprint car race to me. I mean, I don't want to see a Midwest Texas Dust Bowl, but a racetrack where there's a little bit of dust, usually with a sprint car means there's going to be three different groups on the track. Mm-hmm. And that makes a lot more passing. Mm. Well, I tell you what, I can't wait for the season to get started, and I'm sure you can't either. Yeah, you know, once again, I mean, it's it was disappointing. It was a hard decision that Don had to make. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, in the end, it ended up being the right one. I think most people got it. Um, you know, on top of the weather, when you're dealing with something like that, when it's been raining for days, um, some people may not show. It, you know, it wasn't exactly balmy weather out either. Right. So the wet conditions, you know, and the temperatures were supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, by the end of the night when we would have finished like about 50 degrees. Um, yeah, a lot. The same Michigan. You know, a lot of people aren't willing to come out in that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, I was going to ask you about the Young Guns. Uh, how many uh, how many uh, cars have you got in the Young Gun series this year? I have no idea. You know, the well, Young Guns, when we started, I think first year we averaged like 10, 11 cars and mm-hmm. stayed up there. Then it dropped off to the point where two years ago there was basically one car. Right. Um, and then last year, I think we had eight different cars compete in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they got a really good prize to shoot for this year. The uh, uh, gas chassis, called the gas chassis Young Gun Series. Mm-hmm. Champion's going to get a gas chassis, some extra components with Stan Sexton, who you had on the radio a few weeks ago. Right, right. So it's an incentive for them to get out there. Um, you know, some also they want to run CRA. I'm not so sure. Um you know, I think it would do a lot of them good to do more polishing running with uh, the young guns before they run with CRA. Because once you run a, young, a CRA race, you ain't running the young guns again. Oh, it disqualifies so, you? Yeah, you know, we, we did it the first year. Well, the first race we ever did it was 2013. And we had the young guns. And if anybody, you know, who ran CRA was young enough, which A.J. Bender was. Right. Uh you know, and he made the rest of the field look like fools. <laughs> so true. by the next week, Don just said, you know, if you're running CRA, you're not running the young guns. And that's been a steadfast rule uh-huh. ever since. Right. Yeah. I so, think that's a smart move. Yeah, it is. You know, and hopefully I think people, some people need to look at the big picture. And before they go running CRA, mm-hmm. if, you know, stay with the young guns, get more laps for an extra amount of time, you know, get you more lap time, more time on the track, more time mm-hmm. to, race competitively rather in one of the reasons don started the young guns you'd have kids come out get in a 410 sprint car and racing in the usac cra series and they're being fed to the lions right Ooh. yeah you know race with your own level mm-hmm. you know get competent there and then jump up and be ready to race with those tougher guys exactly i i totally agree yeah well De- don's definitely got his you know it, you know thumb on the pulse i mean he knows the right way and the wrong way. Yeah, he does. Um, you know, but some people want to move up too fast, in my yeah. opinion. You know, still to this day, it, that happens. And hey, people need to think about that. What's Rayburn doing? I don't know. Um, I was wondering that the other day. I was going to ask somebody. Yeah. Um, I've not heard from him or his dad. In I know he's back out here in California. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought you know, for sure. Yeah. In race car. I haven't seen him on so. I haven't seen him on social media. Uh, I haven't seen anything on him, and and his dad yeah. and him, boy, I mean, his dad was just hardcore getting this kid out there, and and you know, great interview. God, he was a good interview. Yeah, kid was a great talker and a good driver too. I thought he had had the had the skills. Yeah, he took his time, got up there in the right time. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's like his dad was kind of guiding him. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting. Well, if you do hear anything, you know, let us know because, you know, he was he was on here quite a bit with us. 
Yeah, he's a good kid, and um, hopefully we'll see him back in a sprinter. Hopefully this year. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be nice to have him back. Like you said, he's a great talker. He he loved being around the fans and stuff, which yeah. most of the people do. Sure. Um, and he was good for his advertisers. Boy, I mean, he always never missed a beat, always never – you know, I can still hear him say inland, inland rigging. If I've heard him say it once, I've heard him say it a thousand times. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that now. Um, I'm working on a press release right as we speak. Uh, Tommy's team, which, you know, we put a release out last week where Brody mm-hmm. had stepped aside from that team. Right. Um, spend more time with his family. Right. And they do have two other drivers, and you can read about it hopefully later tonight or first thing tomorrow. Oh, good. Uh, one top-of-the-line driver for the 410 series and one top-of-the-line driver for the new series, and Tommy's going to run both of them. Wow. Uh, he won't run. I don't think he's going to run full-time with uh, Tommy Dunkel, I'm referring to, the owner. Right. right. I don't think he's going to run full-time with CRA, but he's going to run a bunch of the races, and he'll run full-time with their new series. Um, and the name slips me right now. It's They're going to run Ventura. Mm-hmm. Bakersfield, Kern County. It's a 360 series with restricted 410s. He's going to do that. Um, said he may, you know, bring out some USAC national stars to run with the 410s when they have an opportunity. And, you know, he said, you know, hopefully Brody will make some cameo appearances in his cars as well in the future. God, let's hope so. All right, buddy. Hey, thank you very much for uh, taking time out of your Sunday. Now get back to work. Yeah, back to work. What fun. Yeah. All right, buddy. Take care. Thank you. All right. Paris Auto Speedway, folks. Mark it on your calendar. The schedule is at parisautospeedway.com. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more with Desiree Bates and the Mint 400 on FM 9600 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The this segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue in lovely Santee. They will take care of all your automotive needs. you got an in-house dyno, they can do it all. And Weather Machine, if you've got an air conditioner or heating in your home and you haven't had it, uh, got its yearly service, give you guys a call, 619-443-9974. Take very, very good care of you. They're family-owned and operated. They've been buddies of mine for a long time. I use them. They've got my – I bought an AC from them. Couldn't ask for better service. And the new system they sold me has literally saved me a ton when it comes to uh, heating and air. So Weather Machine right there at 9303 Bond Avenue in El Cajon, 619-443-9974 or weathermachines.net. So we've still got Born Dirty, Desiree Bates in the house. That's me. Uh, early March is the Mint 400. Yeah, March so 9th is my race day. Around the corner. Mm-hmm. She's working out. I know. When he was talking about three weeks away for the, the sprint car racing, I was like, oh, that's three weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> um, something not about racing, but we can certainly get back to it because this is Racer Radio. But uh, if there was any woman uh, considering getting into the trades... What kind of advice would you give? 
Um, Where did you start? Like, you're like, I want to do this. Where did you start? So, I mean, like I said, I wanted to be a welder. Um, So I didn't really necessarily want to go the electrical route. It's just a friend was telling me that if I liked a challenge, that the electrical trade would be a great challenge. And so he's not wrong. Um, I I do enjoy it. Um, It is challenging at times, um, but it's a challenge that's, you know, doable. Um, I was afraid that being a female in the trade that I wouldn't be as strong as or as, you know, blah, 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 whatever. I didn't know that I would be able to get into it like a man would, you know. And so that was my fear. And since then, it's whatever. We do have to work harder, you know, like not we have to work smarter, not harder, I guess I should say. So sometimes you can't lift things and you have to figure out an alternative way to do things. So you do have to be smarter about things. Um, but I... I it's definitely doable. I don't know why any woman would be intimidated by going into a trade. Um, because you were intimidated. I, and that's what I'm saying, like, yeah. because I was intimidated, and now I'm saying that there's no need so to So you be. can be a spokesperson, because once you get to your uh, journeyman wage, it's it's financially rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Where, where would one start? Let's give them a concrete... So, I mean, um, as far as, like, getting the apprenticeship? Yeah. So, you need to take a test. So, you just call the hall, and you would have to take a math test and um, a reading aptitude test, basically, pass that test, and then you get an interview. Um, so, any experience in the trades would be helpful, um, but they're really encouraging women, obviously, right mm-hmm. now to get in the trades. So, it's, you know, it's, it's really a plus for women right now um, to get in and i'm sure there's plenty of openings right now yeah i mean the work is good work is good Mm -hmm. so it's good for everybody not just women but they are encouraging women you know and have a lot of programs out there to encourage women and that's i mean i'm racing on the pretenses of encouraging women uh, because i also i believe that because i grew up um, off-roading i Mm -hmm. have an aptitude towards tools i have a mechanical aptitude i have always have yeah and i mean i learn how to weld and um stuff like that so i i feel like women who race have more aptitude towards tools mechanical Mm. knowledge Mm. so i feel i feel like this really coincides with female racers Mm. of all types you know and i think you know when you talk and but and that that's good that the the unions are you know understanding that and and they need people just as bad as anybody else needs people yeah and they have their training program within yep. the union. Yes. Do you have to pay for that? Nope. So, wow. And then they also, then are you working while you're an yes. apprentice? Yep. So you could go in maybe just somebody carrying equipment around, you know, before you actually get it. And then you go through stages. So here's what happened. I didn't get into the union when I first applied. Um, they weren't as, you know, like, I mean, it was work was a little different um so i had to work hard to get in um and so i left my job at a radio station and made less money and doing a skill that i knew how to do as a tradesperson and that was welding so i went to an electrical shop and i offered my welding skills i was like Mm -hmm. i can i can weld you know and so i i prefab their safety cages and stuff like that or I fabbed their safety cages. And then they, because I worked for a union electrical shop, that helped me get into the apprenticeship. So I then had a skill set to bring, you know, into my um, into my apprenticeship. Okay, I have to tell you a cute story. Mm-hmm. You'll love this. So I'm up at Hot Rods and Custom Stuff talking to Randy. And this kid comes rolling in. He, he's telling me this. And he just got out of uh, welding school. Mm-hmm. And he wanted starting pay of $85 an hour. Mm-hmm. 
And Randy says, really? He says, yeah. He says, I was was top of my class, yada, yada, yada. I said, okay, let's go out back. So he goes out back, and he takes a piece of round stock and another piece of round stock. Mm -hmm. And he says, okay, weld it into a T. And the kid goes, no, I I can't do that. But I can weld a straight line (laughs) real, real well. Right? (laughs) So Randy says, well, you have a wonderful day. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, right? $85 an hour. (laughs) Yeah. And I knew knew of all people you would appreciate that story. On another note, Dirt Rider Foundation, do you have an event coming up? Yes. So um, I also am affiliated with San Diego Off-Road Coalition. Now, Ed and Audrey have their radio show on here mm-hmm. on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been, through the years, um, kind enough to take me under their wing. I started Fight for Ocotillo Wells, um, and so it's been under the umbrella of the San Diego Off-Road Coalition for several years, and now I'm proud to announce that it's its own uh, nonprofit, so we are now called the Dirt Rider Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are having a, our first desert cleanup March 23rd. So, yep. Great. After the Mint 400. Yep. So, ah. yeah, we've got a busy March. <laughs> yeah, you'll be, uh, you'll be soaking in a hot tub someplace, I'm yeah. sure. Hopefully in Vegas. Yeah, hopefully in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we there set that up, Justin, in a hot tub on... After There's the... no hot tub in the suite. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you looked. You already looked. <laughs> well, yeah. some people believe in the cold bath. I've got a really good friend that starts her day like that. I was fishing out my doggie's bone... Uh, ball today from the pool and i thought she could just go there yeah. Yeah, so if you no. need to you can dunk yourself in my backyard i don't i'm it, not a fan of cold yeah, me neither. <laughs> so me neither. so bucket list okay you yeah. put the 400 under your belt next then what yeah good question um you know are you gonna go to mexico i want to yeah i mean i think that that would be the next step um well let me give you a tip have you ever heard of the nora yeah yeah, you tried to get me to do that a while ago. Yeah. And I'm still trying. <laughs> and the only reason I would tell you to try the Nora before you did, say, the Baja 500 or the 1000, it's on the east side of the peninsula, mm-hmm. and it's not hardcore, but it's still hardcore. Yeah. You start at 7 in the morning, and you get done about 5 at night. And I guess the best way to explain it, Walker Evans said, yeah, it was the first time I actually got to see the scenery. Oh, really? You know, because when, normally when you're racing, you're not looking at the scenery. Yeah. So I'm just saying you might want to consider that one, you know, before you go into something else. Yes. Are you done? Yeah. I'm uh, wondering, because I know I'm going to want to follow your experience of the Mint 400. Um, social media presence? How or, can listeners? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I, I'm not the TikTok type, you know, no, so yeah. I don't really care about that. So it's just Born Dirty MX. That's also my website, borndirtymx.com. I'm also selling uh, five six nine um, shirts and well shirts currently um, for to help out this whole year of racing, basically, oh, cool. and to promote my sponsors again. And they can get those shirts online, mm-hmm. borndirtymx.com. Justin, can you make sure that she gives us an update on how the mint goes? Definitely will be. All right, because you're okay. in charge of that now too. Don't, don't well, I mean, you could. She's out for a while until she comes back. So I know this is very short term, but do you, Justin, do you have any desires to race? Never. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You say that so matter of fact. Yeah. Not we, everybody does. Did we fall off at one time when you were younger? <laughs> or no. it's just something you just never were interested in? No. I. Uh, or do I've you been, like crewing? I like crewing. I've mainly okay. gone out to the desert to cruise. Right. And I've 
barely spent a couple years on two wheels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been on three wheelers for the majority. Ah. So yeah, we had switching to two wheels, it was it was a change up. But yeah. I've yeah, only yeah. been riding for a couple years on two oh, okay. wheels. So. All right, very good. All right. Well, I look forward to hearing about this adventure. Thank I you. want to follow along. If she's not telling us, Justin, it's going to follow you. She'll tell you. She's going to be busy. She's going to be tired. She's going to be recovering. She's going to be getting ready for the cleanup. I also uh, post race recaps on bornderdymx.com so all that right. all my sponsors get their shout-outs and they can follow along and see how my racing is going. And, um, you know, they know that I'm out there actually doing it. It was nice sitting down with you. Thank you guys Very for having nice. me on. Justin, nice. thanks for coming in. Thank and, you. And I'll keep you up to date because whatever we're doing, I'd like to be able to get you and the union on you know local television so that they can, you know, people can see. And, you know, maybe we can, you know, we just did a small show just on apprenticeship program. Yeah. Maybe we can get the union to come in for like an hour and okay. talk. And, go apprenticeships. Yeah, go, yes. I think they're... Absolutely. And I just really quick just want to say that uh, the IBEW has been like instrumental in my racing this year. However, I'm just so proud that, you know, other trades like, you know, metal uh, welding trades have been stepped behind me, have been behind me as well. So so I'm just encouraging, you know, a trade, you know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. If you don't want to go to college, if you have no desire. A thousand, hundred thousand dollar student loan. Yeah. Yeah. And, end and up the pay work, is good. And end up working at McDonald's and yeah. without using your, your college, try an apprenticeship program. Totally. All right. This is Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.